You are now tuned in to Today with Pastor Jay on WNZF News Radio, where we discuss inspiring and informative news. And now here's your host, Pastor Jerilyn Denny. Good morning, good morning. Wake up and good morning. And I am so encouraged because I'm alive, right? And I know that sounds like, oh, well, you know, every time I get on the radio on Sunday morning, it's like it's good to be on this side of the earth. Well, I tell you what. It's good because I get to do right today what I may have messed up on yesterday. Um, I'm not sinless. I just sin less. So every day is an, another day to praise my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who absolutely is amazing in my life, where I get my strength from. The joy of the Lord truly is my strength. And I'm grateful and thankful to have my good friend and brother, um, the Honorable Will Furry here to do a part two. Thanks for having me back, Pastor Jerry. I can't. Excited to have you here because you love Jesus as you know. I'm gonna say almost as much as I do because I'm his favorite, right? Of course. <laughs> well, you're my favorite too, so oh. we have something. We got you, something in common, okay. you. <laughs> yeah. You and Jesus got something in common. That's pretty cool. But it's always good to see you because you always have a smile on your face, and um, I love to see that. But I know last week when we discussed the shooting at the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School, your smile. I mean, you you still had the bright, cheery joy of the Lord on your face, but also I saw that there was concern, concern as a parent and also concern as a school board member. When you think about the violence and the potential violence that could happen at any moment at any of our schools. That's right. We we hope that this would never happen here, never happen here, but we have to be ready for, uh, in case it does. And mm-hmm. And there was a lot learned by doing this. And it is difficult because even as uh, I'm grateful that uh, um, WNZF Radio has picked up some snippets of, of our first interview and mm-hmm. have been, been sharing them with the community, uh, even as I hear them back over the radio, it brings back emotion mm-hmm. uh, from that from that visit. Yeah, last week when we were in the parking lot still discussing um, your visit, because you were went along with about 200 lawmakers and leaders throughout the state. You drove to Parkland and you had an opportunity to tour and visit um, the school, the place where the shooting had happened, where 17 um, people had died and 17 people were injured. And you said something in the parking lot here at the radio station last week that I wanted to share this morning about the father that was giving the tour. Yeah. The father, um, uh, Max Schachter, he, he was leading the tour and, and the first room where his son was murdered, mm-hmm. um, he was standing right at the desk where his son was sitting, and there was still the stain of blood on the floor where he was as he was telling us about what happened that day to his son. And you could see he was visibly struggling to get past that point, and I, can, I can't imagine a father having to be in that situation, but I say, what a brave man to try and make something great out of a bad situation by informing local legislators, policymakers um, mm-hmm. to learn from this situation. You know, as um, a parent who's lost a child, I, I can't even imagine what he's going through, but you know, I'm also uh, members of an organization called crime survivors for safety and justice, CSSJ.org. And we often talk about how important it is we take pain and turn it into purpose. And I see where he has taken his pain, has turned it into purpose. Um, 
and his passion and making sure that another parent would never have to deal with their child going to school, right? Um, you send your child to school for an education, not to be shot and killed, not to be injured, not for those things to happen. You just want them to have an education. So I applaud him in doing that and how he has gone the extra mile because that building is going to be demolished soon, right? Yes, that's correct. Yeah. And no, who wants to go in that building? No one. It, 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 there's just, um, too much pain for that community for that to be refurbished into a school. I, I couldn't imagine being a student and wanting to, to learn there, um, knowing the horrors that happened within those halls. Um, as I mentioned, uh, right now, as it stands, that the, the, the building has been a time capsule, uh, because it was used as evidence in the two trials, one for the, for the murder. And secondly, um, for the, uh, school resource officer, that uh, did not go into the building, uh, even though he mm. was there, could have, and may have potentially saved some lives. Now, um, in addition to your tour, there was another tour. I know there was some law enforcement that had gone in to learn from that. And I guess with the school resource um, officers and deputies and things, for them to learn what could have happened, what should have happened. Um, you know, we've had an opportunity over the past few years, because this happened in 2018, right? over the past few years to reflect on what, who, what, when, where, and why. Also, if you see something, say something, because a lot of people were not surprised. They were not at all surprised that the gunmen that actually had done this, um, they're about to like, oh, yeah, we know exactly who it is. Another thing that you had mentioned last week was he had left the school, had gone to um, McDonald's, I think you had said, and spoke to someone at the at Yes, the McDonald's. that is correct. He actually went to Walmart first. Okay. Then went to McDonald's. Uh, the security footage showed him interacting with another person there, um, and then they parted ways. So, but later on in, in the investigation, they were questioned about this exchange, and essentially they they did know each other somehow. Uh, and it turns out that the person he was speaking to at the McDonald's had just been murdered by him at the school at the school campus. Did not know that at the time that until his, that, his, wanted, that his sister, the, the person that he met at the McDonald's, mm, had just been killed by that same person. The same person he's interacting with had just fatally shot and killed his sister. He didn't know until after the, after he, they had parted away. I couldn't even, I mean, the words that come to mind that you want to say there are none because you're still in shock even after all these years. And I think about our high school. We have two huge high schools and I'm here Matanzas High School Flagler Palm Coast High School and all the students that are there um, even FPC is almost like a little mini city so many ways to get in and out so many things that can happen I mean I look at Matanzas High School I've had students or children rather I call them students children at both schools um, that have graduated from both schools Um, I cannot imagine the nightmare um that must go through the minds of the school resource deputies and officers and what it takes to make those schools safe. I don't want to say the nightmare, but I, I would say the concern on making them safe, make sure the entrances are locked and making sure no one comes through. There are cities and schools throughout our nation that have metal detectors and all that, but we don't have any of that. Right. So what does the Flagler County school board, I mean, what as you, I know you can't speak for the entire school board, but for you personally, um, I think about the coach that went to run in, right. And he was fatally shot. So, how does that and this visit, how does it cause you to bring up again the Guardian program? 
Yeah, no, it, it definitely is, was the first thought on my mind while I was there uh, doing the tour because as I heard and saw also uh, on my if, – if, if the audience is interested on my um, school board Facebook page, mm-hmm. there is a animation that shows the uh, uh, the interaction between all the shooter, the police, timelines – of what happened, how, how in a graphical sense with, uh, with security camera footage tied in, wow. um, with body cameras from the sheriff's uh, office mm-hmm. there as well. Uh, it's a, it's a really good way to understand the timing because the timing of that was, was, was everything. Mm-hmm. And again, it took a minute and 45 seconds for the SRO just to arrive mm-hmm. at the building. And by that time, everybody had been murdered on the first floor. So even if we had a willing um, resource officer to go into the office, in this case, right, uh, the the first floor had no chance, right? Uh, but the, he it could have prevented maybe the, the deaths on the second and third floor. Mm. Um, so, but if we look back and at, at the at the situation, and we have Coach Aaron Freeze, who uh, Feist, excuse me, Coach Aaron Feist, who came running in uh, to to try and disarmed the situation, he was shot. Right when he came through the door, uh, had he been armed, uh, there's a good chance that he may have been able to neutralize that that shooter at that point, right? Or at least he would have had a, an opportunity to defend and, himself and the others. And not just armed, trained, trained, properly trained and armed. And that's what the guardianship program the is Guardian about. Program. It's not just about being armed. It's about being properly trained. We're going to talk about that. We need to take a break. Don't go anywhere. Don't touch that dial. You're listening to Today with Pastor Jay. NMLS number 228111, CHL NMLS number 15622. Hi, this is Steve Verrier, your proven local source for residential home financing needs. We can often say yes when others say no. So if you're having trouble, please let us take a look. You can find me online at thefloridamortgagecenter.com or call direct at 386-866-1112. We're proud to be a sponsor of Today with Pastor Jay. My name is Leslie Jiscom, and I am with the African American Entrepreneurs Association, and we are delighted to be a sponsor of Today with Pastor Jay. We have a free nationwide business directory listing. You can pick that up on aaeaassociation.org. Our 800 number is 1-800-671-1397. Welcome back. Welcome back. You're listening to Today with Pastor Jay, and I have the Honorable Will Furry. He's just going through recounting his visit at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School. And um, we're on this Guardian program because it's important. I just went to the Florida Department. The Florida, it's FLDOE.org for those of you who want to go. If you go to Florida Department of Education website, they actually have a spot on the site talking about Coach Aaron Feist, um, Coach Scott Bagel, the Guardian program. It's Chris Hickson, Coach Aaron Feist, and Coach Scott Bagel Guardian Program. And this program was established in 2018 through the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas um, High School Public Safety Act. In its initial report, um, it found that having guardians in school is the best way to ensure highly trained personnel are in place to respond immediately in the event of a school shooting immediately. So in 2019, the legislature expanded the guardian program to include class D and 
and G licensed security guards, as well as certain school district or charter school employees who volunteer to participate in the program. So this is a state funded, you know, thing. And they're not just enlisting people. People are volunteers. Have we had any volunteers? I mean, I know we've been kind of going around a few people, a handful of people have volunteered to um, be guardians within our county. Right. So it, it, it is, some of it is, is funded by the state. Uh, mm-hmm. The training right. is funding. And it's actually, that funding goes to the sheriff's office oh, for the training because okay. the, it, it has to be in partnership with your local law enforcement, right? Because mm-hmm. they do the training if you for certain versions of it. There are three versions of this really. You can one have um, a, you can have guardians who wear you know, a uniform to say I'm a guardian and they're armed mm-hmm. uh, and trained. Um, you have a version where you can have secu- uh, security guards, as you mentioned, as, right. as that was expanded. Okay. So you would you, just like you would hire a security guard for your business. You would hire them for the school, but they're trained differently. Um, and then uh, the other option is to have faculty and staff mm-hmm. trained and armed. Um, and uh, that is the version that, was brought forward for Flagler schools because we already have school resource deputies at mm. all of our schools. Correct. And um, in speaking with Sheriff Staley, uh, he would give full support to the Guardian program so long as we don't use them to replace the school resource deputies because that is a possibility too because you can just have Guardians if that is what the district desires. I think in Volusia County, they have a mix of that, right? Right, yeah, in Volusia County. <clears throat> yeah. That absolutely have a program. Right. So, but, but for us, it would be a little different. And Putnam has it as well. Right. There's over 40 counties. It's that 49 have counties. Right. So this is nothing brand new. You can see this started back in 2019. Um, a lot of kinks, if any, were worked out along the way. Um, you know, we were planning on um, bringing forward, or we did bring of a, a, a motion forward to approve the Guardian program at a, at a board meeting not too long ago. Uh, but unfortunately, it was it was voted down. Mm. Uh, the version that we brought forward was to, to to train and arm faculty, and we did send out a survey and uh, to at the request of one of the board members and to to our Flagler school staff, and we had over a hundred responses that said they'd be willing. Wow! Right, and that was just a very you know just quick a little, quick. Let's right. see if anybody's interested without even talking about the. The training, what's involved. Hey, there's a $500 stipend. I just right. So they didn't know about the stipend. No. They didn't know about anything. And people just say, you know what? I'm a little, I'd like a little bit more information. Right. Wow. And I, I thought that was a, a great response. because For Initially, yeah, starting out, because, I believe so. Because initially, we were only going to be looking for about, um, a, a, I think the number was somewhere under 15. Oh, so, okay. So if you think about it, if we only needed 15 out of a pool of 100, I, I think that was a pretty good and the number, I, I don't remember exactly what the number of our, uh, mm-hmm. but you, this is a program that grows, it builds on itself. So right. you, you, cause the, the sheriff can only train so many at a time. Mm-hmm. So then once some go through the program, then you have others that would like to be in it. Then they go, uh, I think it's Swanee County now is up to six, over 60 guardians in their oh, school. Wow. And they're not much, sm- uh, much larger than we are. Okay. And actually they came in to, to one of our, um, security meetings and told us how it worked for them. And they, 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 uh, had, implemented this successfully um, when so. i like think about duval county because duval is very close to us duval county right now um they're on i i guess you can say um on track unfortunately this year 
to have 100 shootings this year just in that county. And frightening. Yeah, it's very frightening. But fortunately for them, they have the Guardian program in Duval. So you just never know. And I know we have a phenomenal sheriff here and everybody loves him. His approval rating is great. You just never know. Well, the, the, the one thing about the, Guardi- the version of the Guardian program that we wanted to put in the place, mm-hmm. um, Swanee County does it this way and they said that it's a big deterrent because they put signs out oh yeah we have the guardian program and the difference is is that a um a a shooter is always looking for the the easiest way to to accomplish what they want to accomplish i mean they're already hitting soft targets so Mm -hmm. uh they're cowards right Mm -hmm. uh so um they can easily identify who the school resource deputy is and but where he you is. don't know who the guardian you don't know is. where a guardian is at any given time because they're in plain clothes mm-hmm. right and so just to, to just to kind of go back on how this works um to become a guardian, number one you have to uh, apply at the school right mm-hmm. they have to do their own evaluation to see if they would want you to be a guardian right then if they decide that they would then you have to go through background check and psychological evaluation Okay. All so that before the before, training. <clears throat> before. And, and, and talking to the superintendent at the Swanee County, he said there were some that applied that they just did not think that they would be a good fit for the program. And they never even got to the evaluations, mm-hmm. right? Because they, they, they made the assessment. So I'm just saying there are many uh, layers of determining if this person is fit for this role. Mm-hmm. And so then once you get past that, now you got to go to the, to the sheriff, right? And you have to be now trained by the sheriff. And it's a hundred and 44 hours of training. That's a lot. That's a lot of, of training. training. And it is very specific to school security. And these guardians can only engage if it's an, an active shooter active situation. Shoot. They cannot get involved in, you know, a, if fight. a fight. No, that that's not their role. And uh, it could be an administrator. It could be a teacher. Uh, we, we thought that uh, a... a Somebody who's outside of the classroom would probably be the best candidate, but it didn't exclude that of a teacher um, being able to have uh, be trained as a guardian either. So I'm glad you clarified that because a lot of people would think, oh, they are armed. If there's a fight, they may come out shooting or something along those lines. That's not what the program is about. No, anything it's like just that. Active shooter, right? School administration will respond to those. The the um, SRD on campus will respond to those. It is only in the event of that where they become a force multiplier. Mind you, our campuses are very large, uh, large, right, extremely large, especially campus. our high schools. Mm-hmm. Right? There's and, a couple of fences you can jump over. You can sneak in and out of school. You know, my children aren't in the school any morning, but they used to tell me about how um the students could you know sneak in sneak out that type of thing uh i mean there's always if if somebody's willing Mm -hmm. they're gonna find the way right Uh, Right. we do everything we can to prevent that from happening um and when it comes to getting on campus though we we have cameras everywhere and something that is uh really helpful which was not available to parkland is the sheriff can actually see our cameras. They're okay. They're not monitoring them, mm-hmm. but if something happens, they can see immediately. They can log in and see the cameras, and that strategically could tell them where they need to send the help, rather than have to figure that out while they're on campus. Right. You know, one of the things that happened while my children were in school um, here in Flagler County is there was a, a a student, and he would have the color of the day pretty much. It was their safe color. 
and he would tell people what color to wear in case he would come to school and decide he was going to shoot up some kids. you not this happened here in Flagler County in case he decided he wanted to shoot something or shoot someone or whatever. And they would joke about it. My daughter came home and said, mom, you know, the color today was red or the color today was pink or whatever. And he would tell the kids beforehand wear the color tomorrow because just in case I decide to show up and shoot, if you're wearing the safe color, I won't shoot you. Well, and this is one of those moments where we go back to see something, say something mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. again. Oh, trust me. Right. <laughs> they uh, said something. Uh, it sounds yeah. like they did. And, yeah. and that was the that was the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. And if, if uh, and, and again, with this with this um, shooter down in Parkland, it was no surprise, as you mentioned earlier. Everybody, oh, everybody said knew. it must be this person. And it turned out to be. All right. Well, we got to take another break. Don't go anywhere. Don't touch that dial. You're listening to today's passage. Hi, folks. My name is Manesh Bakshi. Are you somebody who is embarrassed, frustrated about what your debt situation is? Feeling like there is no light at the end of the tunnel for your money? I want to be the person to guide you so you don't have to think about money again. My number is 248-866-0063. Look forward to talking to you. 248-866-0063. Immediately following Today with Pastor Jay at 8.30 a.m., you'll go from hearing me on a talk show to hearing me in my church service. Join me, Gerilyn Ministries Reverse Church, by dialing in 904-701-7177. Listen, you don't have to get up to go to church now. You can just call in 904-701-7177. Dial in and listen to the Word of God today. I want to give a thank you and a shout out to Steve Barrier, thefloridamortgagecenter.com. Make sure you go to thefloridamortgagecenter.com if you're thinking about buying a house. And listen, if you need money, your money's going a little short, call Manesh at 248-866-0063. He's going to make you stretch that dollar until you can earn some more money. So last thoughts. We've only got a couple of minutes, and I want to thank you again for being on the show, but last thoughts. Yeah. First of all, I want to speak to the parents out there. Um, when it comes to your children on social media or at school, making threats of any kind toward the school or toward another student will be taken as serious. The sheriff's office is has a zero tolerance on this. If he, they find it on, they're going to come and arrest your child. Mm-hmm. So I'm talking about threats to our campuses, threats to individuals. Uh, don't t- talk to your kids and tell them I, you, they may be joking. But we're not going to see it as a joke. We have to take it seriously because it's that kind of complacency that led potentially to what happened in Parkland and maybe other situations, right? Mm-hmm. So please have that conversation with your children because we do not want that outcome for them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and secondly, something else we, I learned from that visit, uh, you know, safety and security and hardening our campuses and our, and our buildings, definitely there was a lot of things to learn there. But something more close to the heart was when we were told about notification and reunification. Mm. And this was an area where they did not have the best plan in place. They did what they could. They mm-hmm. they had to, to kind of make some of it up as they went along. And it was it was a it was the time that, that parents were notified that their loved ones had perished mm. had reached into the early hours of the AM, some oh, uh, my uh, yes afterwards. Uh, and we know an investigation is important and we you know trying to save life is uh, paramount right after the, an event like that. But um, 
I've spoken with our superintendent and she did also do the tour at a separate time than me. Mm-hmm. And that was one thing that we were definitely in concert of that we want to make sure that we put a, 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 a this into policy and procedure um, to have a, 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 a effective reunification and notification policy. Cause what happened was just, you know, just another tearjerker, you know, they were in a hotel and one by one, they were be to- told that their loved mm. one had perished. So one person is notified and then they start wailing with grief mm-hmm. and the others that are still waiting are hearing this and they're like, are, are, so is that what, us? Is are that we us? next? Are we next? Exactly. Yeah, and it, it was going down it just the line. Was, and it was all well intentioned, but when you go back and look at things, that was just not not a good a, procedure. A, a good procedure. Yeah. So these are other things that we learned from. Well, that. I want to thank you for that. And you had a moment to speak or listen to um, the speaker of the house, real quick. Yes. Yes. So today we got yeah, any legislative update well, uh, or something? Not a lot of of new legislation. Uh, I will tell you that they have brought a lot of great policy in the last session for education That's school right. choice and mm-hmm. they're going to continue building off of that right okay. speaker renner has been a champion for education in florida along with our great governor ron DeSantis, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm grateful to them and, and today at hammock beach uh, he gave a great legislative preview going forward there's a lot of things but when it came to education there's that is still a high priority um for for florida and All right and he'd use one example for school choice he says y'all this was a chamber event so you, you all have businesses and they have an entrance and an exit well a lot of kids had never had an exit if they were at a failing school and now school choice has given them an exit and a, and a new opportunity to learn well that's a great idea yes. I, I i love school choice you know the rich have had school choice forever they could afford to send their child to any school they want to send their child to so they've always had the opportunity of school choice and i'm grateful that everyone has an opportunity to send their child to the school that they're choosing thank you so very much Thanks all right guys me. you know what i say yesterday's gone tomorrow's not promised what are you going to do today here's your new assignment email all of the school board members and the superintendent demanding the guardian program that they voted down god bless you have a great day